now entering dad mode a podcast with a dad's eye view and we are your host the dad of steel mr e james and the friendly neighborhood amazing dad rich yes yes y'all let's go my friend what's going on it's been a long time coming. Yes, it has. It's been a long I'm time. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, I am really excited to do this. Ditto. Now, Rich is my best friend. My bestie, bro. Yeah. And uh, we're both fathers. If you couldn't guess by the name of the podcast. And our goal here, also mentioned, is to literally look at things, literally look at things through a dad's eye view. There's so many different angles, so many different ways you can attack or approach things in life. But not even just as a dad, to be fair and honest, fair and balanced, but you can look at things from a uh, uh, just from a parental view. And so being that we are fathers, of course, that's the first take. There's other things for us too, but our focus is to kind of highlight certain things um, that a dad would think, a parent in general would think. He and I are both African-American men, so that may play a part in that. I would say a lot of times it won't, but just to be transparent in what you're getting out of this show, that's kind of where we're coming from. Is that safe to say? That's safe to say. And it's also to come off as a, how we feel about being fathers too. get our, Absolutely. you know, that's the main thing is, you know, we wanted to bring a platform to dads. It's not just talking about just sports and technology and all else whatever is in the world today. We want to do something that makes it to where we could uh, make it to where it's something that we know that we, you know, we have been fathers for a a while now. So it's something that we want to talk about and something that we have commonly talked about. Well put, well put. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be good. I'm excited for it, man. You know, just going down this journey with you and best friend, you know, knowing each other for years and, Going to be going at this for a while now. So why not do a podcast? You know, we talk about, you know, we talk almost, you know, often, very often. So, you know, like you mentioned before, bring our conversations to life, especially about fatherhood. Yeah. Straight up, man. So, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. So, again, dad is the focus, per se, or that's our lens, our window into the topics we're talking about. It won't just be about news. As, as Rich said, it won't just be news. It'll be all kinds of things. For mm-hmm. example, in episode one, this episode. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be the birth. The birth. <laughs> well, more importantly, we'll cover, you know, when did 
we know or did we always want to be dads? And then we'll also discuss when our significant others told us that they were pregnant. Oh, yeah. That should make for an exciting listening. Oh, man. Well, got to pull out the remember hat on that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, pulled out the stick. Here you go. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell the folks now, people may know me from Wave of the Few Shore, my, pir- my primary show, a.k.a. WFS, and formerly the Edge Free Show, Rest in Peace. Um, people may know me from that, but nobody really knows who you are. You're new to the scene. So if I may, or, and if you're willing to do so, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what this means to you? Yeah. So Rich, you know, it's a, you know, I'm a father, you know, and father of two and it's, it's been a great journey so far. And, you know, this is, this is something that I've always thought about wanting to do as far as uh, doing a podcast, just because it's, one is everybody's doing it, of course, but it's something that I can put my vote. I can, I can put myself out there and I want to be able to show, you know, listen, have the world listen to, to me and be able to say, you know, for my experiences and how I've done and what, you know, and what I've done in my life to where I can become a father and talk about father topics. And, and this, uh, it's, it's something that, I've always wanted to do, especially with you. You know, there's something yeah. that we've, we've, we've talked about doing a podcast, doing sports, doing things like that. But, you know, when you brought this up, it was like, oh, man, this is that's a really good thing, you know, yeah. talking about fathers. And, you know, there's nothing out there like that. And that made me really giggity about it. Like, oh, I want to talk about this. So, you know, that's and, something that... A shout out to, uh, to Mrs. To, the, to your missus in particular yeah. for giving us our tagline, a podcast with a dad's eye view. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's she, perfect. Yeah, it was. When she mentioned that, I was like, oh, wow. That, yeah. And she's a creative genius. And I will, you know, I, I'm really blessed to have that in my corner, you know. And she's she's a really thoughtful person. She's one of those people that comes up as really creative when it comes to designs, to graphic designs, to logos, to slogans, to... Uh, pictures and just everything. She is really creative on that. When she mentioned that and told you and us about it, it was like, oh, wow, this is, <laughs> it's a good punny kind of yeah. saying. So, you know, shout out, babe. I love yeah. you. you yeah. know. Hey, behind every good man is a good woman. And we wouldn't be dads without the women who have carried our bundles of joy mm-hmm. for nine months. Yeah. Some a little less, some a little more. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And that's, and those are, you know, I'm a as a father. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that we don't have to go through that. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's something that that they that that they need to be recognized. You know, they, absolutely. They get they go through that pain and all those type of things. I don't know what that what is all involved with that. But you know, I yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That alone, so yeah, but yeah. What about you? You know. Yeah, man. Um, so I'm a father of three. I've got an almost teenager, an almost preteen, and an almost kindergartner. So uh, this year is the last year of the phase that they're all currently in before we hit milestones next year. Mm-hmm. So I've got two girls and a boy. My son's the youngest. He's a pain in the butt. I love him. Yeah. Uh, they have a way of doing things that really let you know that you're alive. Yeah. 
Um, And as we go, we'll have these heavier talks, Mm -hmm. but you know, just a window into the kind of things we will be discussing, you know, one for the feels. My son told me yesterday, I was coming down the stairs of our front door and um, he said, dad, you're my best friend. And I was like, yeah, bro. I feel that. But then he goes, but <laughs> there's a caterpillar in the bushes. <laughs> I'm like, wait, so that so, can't, does that cancel out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you just using me? You just using me. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I don't understand how the two equate, but he's four. Yeah. So <laughs> I love you, dad, but there's a caterpillar in the bushes. Uh, yeah. Okay. You take care of that for me. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, man. Well, you know, that happens too. Yeah. And I know, yeah, I, yeah, my kids, yeah, they're 13 and 10. So they're a little beyond that. You know, they're beyond, beyond that phase. They're at the phase where, you know, we'll talk about this later in shows is siblings. <laughs> they, and if you got siblings, audience, you know what that means. Y'all are going to bicker. Y'all are going to fight. And that's what mine are at the moment. They bicker. They fight. I hope they love each other. What they do, but you <laughs> right? know, they just <laughs> they they are they're there. You know, I think they do. But yeah, it's something that you know, as a parent, we're gonna have to teach them to hey, love your brother, love your sister, move on. But that's it. Love thy brother, mm-hmm. love thy sister, exactly, sir. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So no, yeah, they're, they're good little bundles of joy. Oh yeah, man. You know, and and you know, I'm on the on the other side of the age spectrum in my home. You know, my my eleven year old is we had a talk as you know earlier tonight mm-hmm. uh yeah. about death yeah and recently i lost my father uh july 4th so that's less of a holiday for me and more of a celebration of life anniversary for my father yeah um my pops as mm-hmm. i call him so uh anyway that being mentioned um it gave me a different perspective on life. Um, I told my, my daughter shortly after it happened, you know, like kind of made me realize I'm entering the second half of the game. I'm an, I'm a former athlete. So I kind of look at, I, I talk in sports analogies mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And so my daughter's in my bedroom, my, my wife and her ran over to BJ's and we, we like to do appetizer night. So we just get a bunch of appetizers. That's what that was. Yeah, those were a whole yeah. ton of appetizers. Yeah, we had a like Ooh. a whole appetizer spread, man. It yeah. was like it was like the or maybe it was fifty fourth, whatever it was. It's like it's like the last supper down here in appetizers. Yeah, <laughs> and um, we're all hanging out. Excuse me, they're 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 hanging out in the bedroom, and I'm like, why aren't y'all eating? And my wife informs me that my daughter doesn't want to eat yet. And I was like, uh, is there something wrong? Because I'm hungry, and I know you guys are. <laughs> She's like, well, she's thinking about death. Oh. And I was like. We're going to go there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and it's been, I won't disclose other things that have happened. Like my, my daughter's a solid kid, but to protect her, not protect her, but to respect her privacy. Um, she's had some students who have kind of introduced topics that, She's not ready for. Yeah. And as a parent, you do your best to try to keep your children informed of the things going on in the world, right? Yeah. And yeah. also 
protect their innocence to a degree. You know you can't do it forever. Not forever. But yeah. you're hoping that you can just kind of ease them into the world, right? And yeah. Say, hey, yeah, not everybody's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> Some people true. are kind of gross. Some people are jerks. And all other kinds of things. And so we've got to deal with kids who are talking about self-harm. And we've got yep. kids that are introducing my kid to adult content mm -hmm. and it's got my head spinning and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, like dude, time out. Yeah. We've had the talk with yep. her. She's at that age. Right. Yeah. But still you, you don't think it's going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when we get on the subject of death, I was very, <laughs> as my wife would say, she said, I approached it like a stoner, which was hilarious. Cause you know, I'm not <laughs> at all. Um, but I just basically is like, you want to talk about death? Okay, let's talk about death. Like, what is the universe? Yeah. What is God? Mm -hmm. What is up? What is down? Why yeah, do we yeah. do this? And are we in a simulation? You know, and I'm, I introduced these broader con, uh, uh, not constructs, but um, broader thoughts mm -hmm. to basically say, hey, if we're going to go there. We're really going to go there. Like, yeah. that's really yeah. for just a minute. And purposefully, kind of, I, I kind of shocked her system by bringing such wide topics to her. And I'm pretty sure the, the parents that are listening to this are going, why would you do that? That's way too much for an 11 year old. It's like brain overload. Yeah. My, yeah. my kid reads a lot. My kid's pretty mature for her age. Not, you know, she's not an adult mature, but she's, she's pretty yeah. mature. And, and if there's anything she doesn't understand, she'll raise her hand. Like, dude, I don't know what that means. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't so questions. That's what you gotta do. I'm a big Superman fan. I took the time in this conversation. I said, look, I know I'm, introducing a lot to you so i asked my daughter if she remembered the scene out of man of steel where clark is his senses are coming to him visually and hearing and he's like oh my gosh this is a lot and the scene of man of steel where he runs to the broom closet and martha's called to the school and she's like listen to the sound of my voice clark he's like mom the world's too much make it smaller yeah and that's what i told her Make it smaller. Yeah. There's a lot to process. So continue to be you. Be a good person. It's going to sound corny and cliche. Live, laugh, learn, love. Be an all-around good human. And as you get older and you have a broader understanding, you gain the knowledge, you gain the wisdom, you gain the experience, right? Yep, All yep. those things. You can start to kind of question and do the research and broaden your horizons to other possibilities, around you know around you don't overwhelm yourself mm -hmm. enjoy life where you are take it in stride take it in stages yeah that's what you gotta do yeah that's yeah that's and that and a lot of parents they like to they they all, they all have their differences in how they approach these type of subjects and you know like for me i would i would have done the same thing try to bring it down to her level of how she wants to learn and how mm -hmm. she wants to be you know because some kids may not understand it so yeah now you brought it to their attention it's like okay i can i can live with that and you know it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing to talk about especially when it's somebody that had been a part of your life you know for so for so long and then just you know a lot of things at that age can come across and there's could be a lot can be overturned or a lot could be can be mentioned but it's more of just gotta figure it out like, hey, this is how you're gonna teach it to you. How you how you gonna teach it to your to your child? You know, so yeah, yeah it's a 
Yeah, that's a yeah, yeah. I saw that. I was like, ah, you know. Yeah, but yeah. In life, it's very rare that you get a do over. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's not really a concept I've introduced to the kids. Yeah. So bluntly, I've hinted at it, but I've been trying. We've my wife, my wife and I, my partner and I. <laughs> you know, partner, we, my partner. Um, not to make fun of people that say partner, just mm-hmm. having a little fun. Mm-hmm. But my wife and I have really tried to work together to, um, as the streets say, put them up on game. Yeah. yeah. Let them understand when people are trying to pull the wool over their eyes, trying to pull a fast one on them. Yep. And my kid is super book smart, but she has to be street smart. Yeah. And then there is just, whether it's, street or book that whole experience thing experience is a great teacher yeah you're gonna go through things i i hope to i hope to god you know or whomever i hope to um arm all of my children with the tools to be able to make decisions that they need to and to feel confident in the decisions that they make going forward in life and that's our jobs as parents, yeah. not just dads. That may be parents. the definition of parenthood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. Guys, yeah, that's how, and that's just, you know, if I'm looking it up, that sounds like, you know, what a parent should be and what they need to be. They need to give guidance their kids to go in the right directions and make the right choices to learn off their experiences. And, you know, just to say you've experienced certain things in your life that you don't want your kids to go through and your wife don't want your kids to go through experience of her life. You know? yep. So same mine, you know, we, you know, we have differences when it comes to how of, of an upbringing, but we have to put it all out there to those, you know, to our children or to anybody that is listening out there that, you know, that are children like to us. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, nieces and nephews, you know, that we both have, you know, just to make sure that, they understand that, hey, this is life. Let's go. You know, this is, you know, these are the choices. That what happens if you do this? You do that. Do this. Do that. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, t- it's a tough deal out there, man. Right now, it's a, you know, besides the heat, you know. <laughs> you know, it's a. Teaching it, them to learn to live with the choices. Like, yeah. like uh, not wearing enough sunscreen in this 108 <laughs> degrees, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and if you, you know, audience don't, don't know, I'm from Alaska. So we are like a polar opposite. And for real, for real. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's, this, this heat ain't no joke down here. <laughs> oh, dude, it is. Man, it is so bad when I go outside. Like, Okay. I rarely idle my car before I go anywhere. Even in the wintertime. I lived in Alaska. Like uh, that's where that's where, you know, Rich and I met. Mm-hmm. I yep. rarely idle my car to heat up. A few minutes, I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I can deal with this. Ooh, it's yeah, chilly. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. Um You gotta have the engine like warm it up while you're driving too. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. But it's so hot, I crank the AC. Like my car, I leave it at 75. Like I don't need it to be lower than that. Mm-hmm. People, I go in their cars and they got it at like 68 and I'm going, I think it's going to take your car a long time to get there when it's 108 degrees outside. Right. Mm-hmm. So 75, my car was Ireland for about a good 10, maybe 15 minutes, Oof, which is not really good for the environment. I lost track of time cause I was actually working, but I had to go pick up junior. Right. So <laughs> got in my car, felt good, felt really good. Mm-hmm. I made the stop. I'll go to pick him up. 
I turn the engine off, come back outside. It's already hot again. It's like, nope, never again. Yeah. I'm, I'm letting it run while I grab him in the yeah. daycare, man. Yeah, that's how it was, too. We went to go and we went to the mall, some mall over here, to drop, you know, to drop the wife off so she can go do some shopping. And, you know, I'm not the shopping type, like, you know, <laughs> any male, that at least from my knowledge. <laughs> you know, we, you know, we're like, want to sit in the car and just chill, wait for them and maybe take a nap or whatever. I got the kids in the car, too, and they are just like... It's too cold. It's too cold. And I'm like, okay, well, let me see. Let me make this attempt. So I turned the car off. No later than two minutes, it got back up to 100 degrees in the car. Like, it was just <laughs> toasty. I'm like, dang. Like, man, like, I'm starting to feel it already. And it was like, yes, I was like, no, I'm cranking this thing back on. No, we're going to keep this cool air in this car because I'm not stepping foot out that door. <laughs> yeah, that's how you roast, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Let's get to uh, our first question here, right? All right. Shoot. Did you always want to be a dad? Yes. Did you always want to be a dad? I don't think I wanted to be a dad until I was in my teens. Like, when you're when you're younger, you're aware that you could be a dad. Mm-hmm. So I think probably about, I don't know. 11-ish, 12. Oh, we're going there. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I I mean, just, that, you don't have to. That's just where I'm, no, no, no. Where I was I'm, thinking, I'm thinking like, about it. Yeah, You're thinking yeah. like as an adult, right? Yeah, I was thinking more of a, after a certain time mm. of life. Not when I'm like, I want to grow up to be a dad. No. <laughs> it was, <laughs> you know, it's you like. Mean, you mean like when it was like economically feasible for you or possible for you to, I guess when you're in a point at your life where it, you know it's possible that you can be a dad. Yeah, yeah. So I used to have this little girlfriend in junior high. I was like, yeah, girl. Want to have like five kids. Oh, you were. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you know, I was player, player. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of how I, I looked at it, you know? And then um, time flies and I meet I meet some girls who have or women who have kids. God bless my my dad, my stepdad. My dad, I hate to call him stepdad, just differentiating dad yeah, from yeah. pops. My yeah, pops yeah. is the one yeah. that passed. My I dad know. is my stepdad. Mm-hmm. But my dad, God bless him, man, because that dude took a child that wasn't his own and raised him. Yeah. You know, we'll talk about stepdads in another episode. Mm-hmm. But after dating around and being with some women who had kids, it was just like, yeah, I wouldn't do that with my kids. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Know? <laughs> I, I, and they have their different philosophies and on parenting. Yeah. And, but what can you say, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're just you're just the guy dating them. Yeah. So it's, I mean, you could try to step in and and uh, let your voice be heard, but it's if you don't have that long term relationship. Yep. And the kids are just looking at you, going, "You're not my dad. Who are you, dude?" Yeah. Step so, on my. Oh, what's that? Just that movie. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's that movie? Don't be a menace. I was getting to say, don't be a menace. <laughs> Is that my daddy? <laughs> what do you say to the nice man, honey? Is that are you, my daddy? Are you my daddy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pregnant already. <laughs> I got ten kids. I would know. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, that's gonna but, be a lot of references. But yeah, man. So when I when I met my my wife, who was then just my girlfriend, and we talked when we started getting serious, and there were there were hints of you know, could you? 
if we were to have kids, we go the distance and children are a possibility. What are you thinking? She said, oh, two, two is enough for me. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, cool. I want like five. She was oh, like, you five? were still on that tip? You were still on that tip from junior high? Oh, man, man. I wanted the starting lineup. I'm a basketball player. Yeah. I wanted the starting lineup, dude. See, you like five is an even number. <laughs> hey, hey, I mean, five is an odd number. Actually, yeah, it is an odd number. <laughs> it's an odd number. It's an odd number. It's enough. It's enough to start a band and it, have a basketball exactly. team. Exactly. That's why I say it's an even number because that's, that's right. Even enough for me. I'm done. No, <laughs> that's right, dude. That's two guitar players, a bass player, a drummer, and a singer, or oh, one of them can play the keyboards. There you go. Or that's a triangle. True. That's true. Or. Uh, <laughs> Band, uh, what's it called? The uh, ukulele that I see in the background. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's the, that thing's for decoration. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, nah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, I know for me, yeah, when at a certain point in my life, I was on the on the path of I'm um, just make. I, I want to be successful. Like I want to be the person that I want to be. You know, don't know what I'm going to be. Until it happens, live life to the fullest is my saying yeah. when I was growing up, or yeah. at least when through high school. Live life to the fullest, you know, just go do the thing. And then the older you got, the more you understood that, hey, I need to get a family, <laughs> especially living on with the name, you know. So, and you know, for me, I only got a sister. I got an older sister and a younger sister and a younger brother. So the name don't isn't going to live long, you know, with that many amount of kids or with it, you know, especially with two, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Two sisters, they may not get married or right, you know, right, right. brother that may not do anything. So you as the an older brother want to live, want the name to move on. So right. that's why I'm at the point where it's like, well, I got to, I got to get some kids <laughs> so my name can move on. So that's the main thing that I want to do is it's like, let me get, let me, I do want kids, but I want to do it. The, I want to do it the conventional way. I want to marry my wife and have kids and have a happy family, you know, like the Huxables or whatever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so just, uh, and everybody, exactly. You know, so just go through that. And then, you know, that's, you know, I've always wanted to have kids. I didn't have a set number amount, you know, but I do want to have kids and have my legacy move on. You know, so, uh, now having two kids, I did, I do, I do know for a fact, at least I will say, I do know for a fact that a few things, one, I wanted to have all my kids before I was 30, check that box off, nice. my, both kids. I did want my boy and a girl before I was 30. Boom. Check that. Check that. So now nice. <laughs> with the kids, they are older now. And so now it's like, well, I think I'm done having kids. <laughs> no, be, just because you know it's a you know one it it, it it taxed my wife's body a lot you know when it came to birthing the kids so gotcha, gotcha. you know so it's like you know what a, you know what, a, what I want to weigh I want to have a wife you know kind of thing like that so I want to make sure that I have my wife intact with me so that's the main thing that came came to consideration of having multiple kids it's like well you know I was blessed to have two. Mm-hmm. two wonderful kids now you know i don't want to risk having more kids so you know that's the yeah but yeah I, I did want to have kids growing up or you know at least in my life and i'm glad i got them you know both of them yeah we our plan i was i was cool with that i was cool with two um none of them were planned we got married in september 
Mm -hmm. And then in December, my wife told me that same year that uh, we were pregnant. Yeah. And we had plans to go to Italy. We never had our honeymoon. Oh, you never went to Italy? Uh, We've never had our honeymoon. uh, So that's where we're saving up to actually do that because now the kids are older. older. But yeah, so we never had that. Um, that was my, and like you, I wanted to have, I think, I, I think we both wanted to have like the boy first. You ended up having a boy. Yeah. First. I had the boy first. Yep. And I ended up having a girl and man, when she was born, I was just like, Oh yeah. And you know, what's funny <laughs> for me was I was tripping out. Whereas I was like, you know, you go down that hole of your genealogy. So mm-hmm. you're just like, well, at least for me, I, my, my older sister was a girl. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let me phrase that. My old sister, you know, is, she was born first. Yeah, right. is, yeah. She's a, she, you know, she was know born first. Mean. And so <laughs> to my thought, I'm like, well, hold on. If I have a kid, then this kid is going to be a girl because of the whole genealogy, you know, because my, my mom. I don't know if it works like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I said too. I, you know, I, you know, so, but this, I just get your mind going when you're like, we're having kids. Sure, so, sure. You know, my mom's side, her, her sister's the oldest. So it's like, man, this is going deep, you know? So now it's like, what am I going to name this girl? Because I got a feeling that she's going to come out first. So, you know, named, got the name. All right, cool. And then did the whole, uh, gender reveal through the ultrasound thing and those boy and I was just like in my mind you know yes but yes I got my boy cause you know he can protect my girl you know which yeah you know but yeah so it, it is crazy how that works I, I had some old you know traditional thoughts in my head too where it was like I want my son to be I want to have a boy first so he knows what it's like to be a big brother and mm-hmm. take care of his yep. younger brother or younger sister and Blah, 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 And then, you know, when we had my daughter, it was like, oh, that's cool. I ain't yeah, worried about it. This will work. And, <laughs> man, she, she, you know, is it the apple of my eye? Whatever they say. Mm-hmm. She's just, she was my world. Then my younger daughter came. She's like the complete opposite in many ways of mm-hmm. my older daughter. And it's just like, okay, uh, that's it. She said two. We're done. Mm-hmm. I have two girls. I'm a girl dad. Yeah. And I was cool with it. Like I, I want. I mean, I would have had liked to have had a son right after two, or as one of the first two. Yeah, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. But I got to a point where it didn't matter. It was just like, ah, the kids are kids. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I love my daughters. And then I was going to uh, get some things taken care of to stop me from having children. <laughs> oh, and I procrastinated. A little too long. A little too long. <laughs> and then wife told me she was pregnant again, and all her symptoms were different. Ooh. I was like, I think that's a boy. And she was like, I feel like it is too. And when they told us, I was like, there he is. There he is. And want to know something cool. Again, I'm a Superman fan, and I got the pictures to prove it. When he was born, I didn't ask for this room. They put us in the Superman room. There you go. There you go. And not just any Superman, Henry Cavill's Man of Steel Superman, my favorite superhero movie. I was like, yes! I was like, how did they know? Mm-hmm. How did they know? Yep. So when he was born and he was like laying in a room, I was playing the Man of Steel score. And you know, I was trying to get my wife so hard to let me name him Kal-El or at least have his middle name be Clark or Kal-El. And she was shut down, but he still got a superhero middle name and she didn't realize it. 
There you go. <laughs> she there had, you go. She had no idea because I'm a deep cut, deep cut comic guy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, man. So going back to wanting to have kids, yeah, I I knew I knew from about my teens that one day I want to be a dad. I like kids. I babysat kids since I was like 11, and um, it was easy. It was mm-hmm. it, it it was something that just came natural to me managing little humans and to to quote one of my favorite bands the prodigy you know when you go from well before i get to that you when you go from having two kids to more than two you're going from man to man to zone yeah <laughs> yeah and this is where prodigy comes in always outnumbered never outgunned yeah i live my life playing the zone Yep. And so I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'm totally cool with it. And I love my kids. I learn some, I've been learning, especially within the last few months. Uh, I've been learning a lot about them. And as crazy as this is going to sound, and, and this might be another larger discussion we can talk about in another episode or a future episode, but the pandemic and its impact on the family dynamic we got to spend more time with our children than we would normally get to spend. And I'm grateful as, as scary as that time was for us all. And we're having COVID resurge as we speak right now. The new Omicron variant is Mm -hmm. making its rounds, but this isn't about COVID. This is about the time you got to spend with your children that you didn't normally get to spend with them. And man, we are so much closer. We are yeah. so much closer than we probably would be. Yeah. And I, man, I'm just, I, I, I feel so truly blessed to have that time. Yeah. And that's a, I agree. You know, yeah, that, when, when COVID did hit during those few years, yeah, it, it made our family closer. You know, it, it made us understand what family is. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people, they may have took it differently, but in our family, we took it as, Hey, we're in it together. You know, our family is us. You know, we're, you know, we're there for each other. And and it's not just with us, the family. You got other people in the community, you know, that or they, you know, they care about you everybody's well being, they care about your well being, our well our well being, you know. So yeah, it, some things, you know, when it comes to parent, you know, it gave it gave us a chance to witness our children in the in in a world where they're not a part of like out there, like yeah, it, you, you get to control that environment control. Like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to play Monopoly till like three o'clock in the morning or whatever. This is, <laughs> you know, we're going to do whatever, you know, we're going to, we're going to have fun, cook dinner together or, you know, whatever came across in those, you know, and in, in that time. So it, it, it made us closer and, you know, and, and during those times it made me, think that okay this is you know what you know people on the world don't have what we have and we are you know we are blessed to have and we're thankful to have it we just gotta make sure that we continue to keep what we have and you know when it comes to parenting making sure that the parents you know make make sure that the kids understand what we have to do as parents you know we have to protect our children from the outside world or whatever world that they're 
get that they're into, you know, and just let them know, hey, this isn't the right way. This isn't the right thing. You know, we're not there just to control you. We're there to protect you. So, well, and and even even if we can't truly protect them ourselves, mm-hmm. arm them with the tools to protect themselves. Yeah, whether it's putting their hands up, fight, grabbing a weapon, mm-hmm. yep. running away, telling somebody, running with a pack. Yep or at least one other person. There's so many different ways to protect yourself. Even just the knowledge that we impart mm-hmm. on them. Hey, man, look both ways before you cross the street. Yep. Hey, remember, when you're going across the street, your cars are coming from your left. Yeah. Look left, then look right. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a basic thing. Yeah. But, yep. and it is. It really is a basic thing, but you're... In essence, you're protecting your child. Yeah, exactly. You're saying, hey, because if they if, if they don't know that, they get squashed like a bug. Yeah. Like my yeah. son, when I pick him up from daycare, dude likes to run around the parking lot and or he used to it used to at least. And I say to him, dude, there are lots of cars here pulling out and they don't they will not always see you. And you will get squashed like a bug. So take your time, be looking, hold my hand, because you're too small. Yep. They could even hit me, mm-hmm. but let them hit me before they hit you. Yeah. And that's not a concept he's, he quite understands, right? But as he gets older and he hears that voice in his head, speaking of which, uh, have you read that in the Daily Dad, the voice in your head? Oh, man. I... I want to say I have, I think that's like one of the beginning parts of that. Yeah. Now I'm trying, yeah. So, so for those of you who are unaware, there is a gentleman and we'll quote this book often. Yeah, so yeah. there's a book called the daily dad. I, I, I bought it for myself, rich and Trey of WFS. Cause we're all fathers with car. I bought him the daily stoic. Something that he and I can read mm-hmm. together. And Ryan Holiday is the guy who writes these books. He started with the Daily Stoic, and now we have the Daily Dad. And it's like a paragraph a day. Yeah. And so the one, the today's page, and I'm just, I'm not going to like read the whole thing. I'll mm-hmm. just kind of give you the quick, quick, quick hits here. Yeah, but yeah. It's called, you know, what kind of voice are you giving them? Mm-hmm. And so this basically talks about, the voice that they hear inside your head. Have you ever heard before, like that voice that the kids hear inside of the head is, is their parents' voice. Mm-hmm. And so this yep. is just basically saying, Hey, with the way you parent and I'm paraphrasing, right? The way you parent your child, what kind of voice are you imparting on them? What, what are they going to hear in their head yeah. when it comes to life and their decision-making? Yep. And so you talked about that protection, that voice in their head. Yeah. That's tell them, Hey dude, look left before you go yeah stepping out in the street or hey that's red that might be hot stovetop yeah don't touch that flame yeah that might burn you that's the voice that they're going to hear every single day whenever they are seeing something or hearing something yeah yep absolutely and and one day it becomes their own right Mm -hmm. but before it becomes their own because they're not experienced enough it's more than likely your voice yeah like oh 
That's what Pops was talking about. Okay, mm-hmm. I got it. Yep. So, and that's why, and, I, and that's why, that's one thing I do love that we got that book because of the fact that it does gives us great teachings and great understanding of parenting. You know, it's you know, it's everybody's different when it comes to how they parent their children and parent anything. You know, so it's more of just what you know what's right and wrong as an adult. And what you want your and what you want your kids to understand, and what they want and what they need to understand is, they need to understand that, and life is, life, you know, and yeah. and life is, is, it could be short, it could be long. It's about how you live it. We uh, have no idea how much time we have. Here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I know that's one thing I mentioned earlier in the conversation is I want to live life life to the fullest, you know, and I and. I now want that to continue to go with my two children, you know, when it comes to, you know, when it comes to how they're going to live their life. Speaking of life, so you're living life. You're a man in a relationship. You're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Date nights are hot. Yeah. It was some hot things, date some, <laughs> some, some Some other things are a little hotter. Mm-hmm. And then you find out from your girl that you're going to be a father. Mm-hmm. What was your reaction? And what steps did you take just for yourself? There are things you do as a couple, but just for you as a expecting father, what did you do for yourself to get ready for that? Well, what I did was I had to, you know, think about where I was in life to where I, if I'm able to take care of my child, you know, my, my child at, you know, during that time, it's like, okay, well, I was excited, of course, you know, mm-hmm. like every father, at least I, not every father, but, you know, a lot of fathers would be, hopefully. And I was at the point where it was like, oh man, like, cool i'm i'm about to be a father and it's i don't know what you know i i didn't know what you know i was still in that mode of under you know figuring out that i'm a father like i found out i'm a father so i was like okay well all right well let's uh what's the next step so next step is making sure that people in my corner know you know which they did you know they it that was a little, you know, it's another topic, <laughs> you know, so it's, uh, it, it's something that, you know, I was happy. Yeah. I, I was happy during that moment that I had started this journey with the, you know, with, with, with the woman that I've conceived with, you know, that conceived with me, you know, that. I know what you meant. Yeah. So, uh, so it's just, just mainly just trying to figure out our situation. Like, what do we want to do as parents? Like, you know, we're, you know, where are we going to do? So, all right, so we figured this out. We figured that out. And this prepared, just, uh, this prepared to, is the one thing is, is it's a reality. You know, now that you know that you're a father, uh, it's a reality that you are going to be a father. So, you know, it doesn't, you know, matter what else you, you just know that you got as your, as your number one main goal as being a father is make sure you're in the right situation. Yeah, you know, making sure that you can be able to provide for your kid 
you know, and make it to where you can be there for your kid. Yep. And so that's one, those are some of the things that, that I took. It's like, okay, well, I can afford to have a kid. Yes. But what else can I, oh, let me go ahead and uh, do, get a uh, different, a higher paying position in my job. Yeah. You know, so doing those things where I can have more and then, you know, talk to, you know, talk to my wife, you know, talk to my wife and say, okay, well, make sure that we both can, you know, provide or you can be able to do this. You know, they, you know, and plus we also both have to have an understanding that this is, you know, this is, this is reality. So I think the the first step is, is this under, at least for me, I, I think of it as, is this understanding it's a reality. It's going to happen, you know? So you are going to be a father. You are going to be a parent. Now you got to go and just make some, you know, make some of it. You know, much. So if I'm understanding you correctly, your mindset was, okay, it's going to happen. The kid's coming. Yeah. The kid's coming. That's uh, it. You know, uh, barring any catastrophe. Mm-hmm. So, in order to prepare for this child, I have to make sure it's financially viable. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you, you said something about getting a higher paid position. At least in my, yeah, in my position, yep. And, and that right there is, I mean, heck, dude, that is, that is very much a valid thought. I mean, mm-hmm. What parent, especially, you know, if you're flipping hamburgers, right? Yeah. Like, oh, gosh. this. Well, I can barely make it with just me and mm-hmm. this girl who I'm with or kind of with or not. Yeah. And now we're going to introduce another person in here and I'm living in a apartment yeah. on some dude's couch. Yeah. So, okay. Exactly. That sucks. Yeah. That's not your situation, but I'm, no. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm being. Just you know, no, it's a reality. It's coming up, man. So. <laughs> right. Okay. So, <laughs> and then you, you tell her, Hey, it's about to get real yeah. and you got to make more money. Yeah. And that's the thing and, is, and is like we gotta prepare. Yeah. And that's what I was gonna say is uh it's all about the situation too, man. Like it's everybody's situation is totally different. In my situation, that's what happened, you know. So it's you know, so you, you do that's one thing is you do have to understand your situation that you are in. You know, so if you are, like you mentioned, you know, knocking up a girl that you don't know or just whatever, then you gotta understand that, hey, what are you gonna be? Are you gonna be the father of this child or are you gonna be just some dude that just knocked up some girl and just be gone, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's all about situation too, but yeah, that's just what I encountered in my, in my, uh, you know, in my life. So, so you mentioned earlier about having, you want wanting to have both your kids before 30. Mm-hmm. And and that's something that I never really considered age. I, I know I didn't want to be old. So I had my kids, I think at like 28, 31 and 34, 35, something mm-hmm. 35. Yeah. Um, so two of my kids in my thirties, early thirties, mid thirties, when my first, when my, my girl first told me that she was pregnant, we were married. And again, like I said, we want to do our honeymoon. That didn't happen. I was a, I don't want to say lowly. That's kind of an exaggeration, but I was just a help desk guy making Decent money. I was pretty much at the beginning of my IT career mm-hmm. at that stage. Yeah, you know, I did a couple of smaller contract positions as an, as a help desk guy, and this was like the first IT job for a major financial institution or yeah. insurance. Excuse yeah, me. that's what that's what I was saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I I was doing that, and I was also going to community college. So work during the day, 
school at night, school on Saturdays. And for me, it was like, wow, a whole heap is going to change. I don't know if I can afford this. I don't have my degree yet. Mm-hmm. I I don't have any certs, and I really, I really want to start doing this this IT security thing, the cybersecurity thing. You know, so there was a lot going through my head, and I had a wonderful mentor at work. Good, good family. You know, yeah. we're both military brats, so I think that's where some of our more especially with our fathers, right? More of those traditional values of, Hey, the dad provides for the family. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I still think you and I both share that. Although we're, we're not quite old school, like where it's, Hey, we work, you stay at home, take care of the kids, you know, this isn't Paula Cole. Mm -hmm. Y'all go wash the dishes (laughs) while you go have a beer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like, where are the cowboys gone? Yeah, Uh, exactly. Wow. I can't believe I just quoted that. Yeah. That's pretty good quote. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So my, my wife was at the beginning of her career field too. And we were both working. I mean, working full time and, and, and doing fairly well so my preparation was like all right let me try to cram as much school in as i can because it's, my life is going to change when she comes and then as if like, like it's it, it could be coincidence it could be god it could be mother nature or whatever right mm-hmm. my boss hits me with hey we have a shift opening up and this is just right before she's born, I think. Basically, I work three 13 and a half hour shifts. Ooh. The hours the Did hours you say three? Yeah, in a row. The hours yeah. weren't 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 great. Three. They weren't terrible. But what made them terrible, it was Friday, Saturday, and Mo- sorry, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Ooh, the weekends. So too? your boy had no weekends. But it worked out great. And I briefly talked about this on WFS. Um that's a little a little stop there. Go listen to Wave of the Few Shore mm-hmm. um, for for the listeners out there. But it allowed me to be able to spend time with my kid when she was born. And we'll yeah. talk about year one next episode. Mm-hmm. But that was something that came to me later on toward the end of that preparation time. Um, we did the classes, right? The The, the birthing classes and having her sit on the medicine ball and do the breathing, you know, there's all that couple stuff that you, mm-hmm. that you do. But for me, it was just like a, wow, I'm going to be a dad. I'm going to be a pops. Yeah. I'm going to be pop. Peppy. Papa. Papa. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so I, I had some good talks with my parents and my grandparents and close friends and you were already had already had my nephew. Mm-hmm. So I talked to you quite a bit about it. I still remember what you were, you, you said, Hey man, I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah. I was. It, was, it was just so funny to put it that way. I never heard anybody. So it, I, I, I said the same thing to my friend, my friend, uh, booty pants as we call them ABP. And I was like, dude, I'm proud of you. You know, I borrowed your line. He goes, I had sex with my wife. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just like, okay, cool, man. 
It's not how I meant it, but yeah, sure. Yeah. Exactly. It was like, uh, okay, we're going to go there. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. It made me laugh. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I still laugh now when I hear it. But yeah, I mean, that, that first that first hearing it, as you mentioned, was excitement. Mm-hmm. Absolute excitement. I was yeah. elated, man. And then I got scared because it was just like, I'm going to have another person here. Yeah. That I... I am going to be attached to it for as long as we both exist. Mm-hmm. And I hope I do a good job. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. You don't, you are, that, that, that does come in your mind. It came to my mind too, to where it's like, man, am I going to be a good dad? Am I going to be, am I going to be there for him? You know, what's going to, you know, you, all these things come to mind. You just got to keep to the course and continue to, to have, you know, good faith that you know, you can do it. And if, you know, you, you as you know, I, I I know you. You know, I know that you that you were going to be a great father. You know, when you told me Likewise. about this, yeah. You know, so it was like, man, uh, he he's got this, man. <laughs> you know, he's going to be a good dad. You know, he he ain't no dad that's going to just be like, oh, you know, I don't like my kid. No, he was. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Okay, can you take this one back, please? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, and for me, it was just more just trying to make sure that. I could be there for him. Like that's that 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 was I was you know when 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 my son came out I was you know I that all washed away. Yeah, all washed away. Like yeah. all those doubts, all those things, just boom out the window. He's here now. He's here now, and, yeah. and it and it was a good. It was like like tears of joy. Didn't care anything about what I had in my mind at that time. It yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like he's here. We're it's go time. I'm holding him and he's, you know, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Future oh yeah. Too, you yeah. Know, yeah. So. Absolutely. As a little, a little preview for the, for the mm-hmm. next episode, man, you know, when the first one came, I kicked the door at the hospital and threw my fist. I actually got in trouble. Cause I came at the door, like fist pumping. Like I just hit a hole in one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I didn't cry or nothing, man. I was yeah. just like, I did that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, well, excuse me. We did that. Yeah. Just to be clear. She's on the bed like, uh, let me be clear once again. You? Uh, that baby didn't get there by itself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody helped her get there. Exactly. She said, she's like, uh, you didn't do nothing. Oh, but, uh, shoot. Yeah, it's, yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, right. hey, so so let me ask you this. This is kind of random, but when she had the baby or when she was in the process, when she was in labor, that's, mm-hmm. that's the word that's I'm the looking word. for. Yeah. When she was in labor... Did she get the the epidural or whatever? Yep. Did they make you sit down? Her or me? You. Uh, no. They made me sit down. I don't know. Like so long ago. So we both have. So my wife and I both have tattoos. Okay. Needles or nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know, drawing blood. People are like, okay, don't look at it when I'm drawing blood. And I always look at the nurse and I'm like, pull it. Yeah. Like it's it's just a needle. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's coming from me. It's cool. Mm-hmm. So when they did it, they're like, well. We know it doesn't bother you, but we've had people pass out. I'm like, well, if they knew that they're sensitive to needles, they shouldn't look. Mm-hmm. And I know that's insensitive, so I'm sorry. Yeah. You, know, you can't control how things happen, you know, when you see blood or what have you. Not going to lie. Whenever I see blood, I pass. I, like, not anytime I see blood, I remember one time I had a hangnail. I don't know if you ever hangnail before. Mm-hmm. And so I had a hangnail. Sorry to break off your story, but no, I thought it was good. pretty funny. You know, I had a hangnail and I was in the doctor, went to a little treatment doctor. They go and scrape that little pussy stuff out of your finger. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there and then they were like, yeah, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And I'm just like, fade to black. 
And, this, <laughs> <laughs> was, and, uh, and, he, and he was like, hey, Mr. Murray, wake up. Oh, uh, wait, uh, what? He's like, yeah, it's done. Drink some orange juice. Go sit over there. I'm like, what happened? And I just pulled out, the, did the, the little thing I'm just supposed to do, pulled out the plus and all that stuff. I'm like, uh. And that's never happened to me before. It's like, what? You've never looked at your own blood? I mean, yeah, I have. Like, whenever I get a, you know, cut or something, like scrape my knee or something. But I think, like, just looking at the blood kind of does something to you. <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it didn't bother me at all. Like, yeah. I mean, I, they just made me sit down, and then you know, I was making faces that are like, ooh. Yeah. And then, you know, she's looking at me like, stop it. And the doctor, the nurses are like, Mr. Mr. Stop. Mr. James. Yeah. Get off. <laughs> she's like, okay. Yeah. No, okay. I, I don't know. That's just, I know it's kind of a random question, yeah. but I just, I, I've always wondered if that's like a, a standard thing that they do at hospitals, like everywhere. Yeah. No, so. I, I don't think, yeah. Because when my wife had the epidural, yeah, she didn't, uh, yeah, they, they didn't make us sit down or nothing. It was just, hey, you know, just the needle going in your back. It's going to feel prickly to her. <laughs> so, it's like, oh, okay. it's going to hurt you yeah. more than it's going to hurt me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> I know that the, uh, the, yeah, we'll talk about that later. I was going to talk about the labors. Oh, yeah, labors. yeah, man. Don't be giving away no yeah. trade secrets yeah, now. exactly. Be giving away yeah. future content, man. Exactly. We got to keep them coming back for more. Exactly. <laughs> Amen to that. Let's go. Let's Speaking of which, man, I think that's a good place to stop, man. I mean, this is a good little first episode, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited about doing this show with you, man. Again, as mentioned at the beginning, it's been a long time coming and we cannot wait to bring y'all more. I mean, it's, <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. Exactly. And I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait, man. It's going to be a one wild heck of a ride. Oh, heck yeah. Let's go. And uh, as we build this thing out, be on the lookout. We'll get the social media thing going. We'll get the Patreon thing going and the email address because we want to know what y'all want to hear. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yep. We want to know what you want to hear. We want to know your experiences because we ain't the only dads out there. So in the meantime, you can find me at Eat Can Talk on Instagram, Threads, and X. Thread X? What? That's what Twitter's new name. Oh, snap. I'm, man, see, when you're you a dad... That's you how I know you're not listening to my show. No, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What about you, man? Do you want anybody to hit you up? Um, If you got my phone number, there you go. Ah, uh, hey, that works. <laughs> uh, I'm not in the social media game, which I'm probably going to have to be at some point. But, you know, I'll, hey, I'll hit you up with that later. AKA, I'll be running the social media for us. There you go. <laughs> so like I said, you got my number, hit me up. Well, with that, y'all, we're going to say thank you. We love y'all. Stay tuned. And uh, peace. Peace.